0: Greyhound, to trap one, over. Trap one, go ahead, Greyhound.
1: Over. This is the Trap One podcast. My name's Mark McManus. This week, the universe is calling, but what's it saying? Joining me to answer this and many other questions, I'm delighted to welcome John Featonby, my co-host. Welcome. Hello. Back- welcome back. How are you? I'm
0: very well indeed, Mark. Thank you.
1: How are you? Good, thank you. Particularly, uh, thank you for joining me this evening as it's Twin Dilemma Night on um, Twitch. So I really appreciate your sacrifice.
0: Twitch. I know all about Twitch. You can ask me anything you like about
1: (laughs) Twitch, Mark. It's it's, it's
0: like pages from CFAQs, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but quicker.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) There's a thing. I can't remember who it is. It's, um, It's one of those... One of the bound building people in America who, who just like feel that all of technology should have shut off and 1800s or something. I'm not sure. I think everyone's got a date, and I think mine... I think all technology should have shut off sometime in about the mid-1990s. Uh, everything that happens now is baffling and bewildering and ju- just makes me cry and sit in a corner. I have literally no idea what Twitch is. I tell you what, <laughs> I, I'm loving it, though. Although, vicariously following the stuff on Twitter, it looks brilliant. Is it right that all kids, like by which I mean really young people, are watching uh Hartnell and trout and stuff but we stuff it seems that way um, I guess and it, they're, they're kind of digging it
1: yeah it's, it definitely seems that way there's, a, there's a, um seems like a lot of enthusiasm and positivity, and I guess it must be young people because who else has four hours a night <laughs> to, to do nothing but sit and watch doctor who i'm very jealous yeah. <laughs> oh no, it is wonderful it, it kind of i
0: don't know. I think it proves stuff to me about Doctor Who and Doctor Who fans. There's always that kind of worry, isn't there? I think, sort of, is it right most Doctor Who fans go through a sort of gatekeeper? kind of phase where they suddenly go, well, I, you know, it was good, it was good when I was watching it, yeah. um, and I can understand all the old stuff, but people who are coming along now, they won't understand it the way I do, and, you know, you kind of make a lot of judgments about how people come to Doctor Who, and it's no, none of it's valid, you know, I, I think you know, if you're going to get turned on by the Carnival of Monsters or, um, I don't know, what's a, what's a good Patrick Troughton The War Games or something like that. You're gonna get turned on by it whenever you find it and however you find it, aren't you? And I think that there's always gonna be people, I, I think Doctor Who fans are a good example of it, who are kind of outliers. So, you know, you can, you can give us all your fancy Netflix stuff and that's terrific, but if there's a slightly wonky sort of black and white thing in the wrong aspect ratio and some episodes are missing, we' will kind of be drawn in that direction, yeah. you know it's just a sort of cussedness or something yeah
1: yeah twin it's, uh... tw- twin
0: dilemma's going to be a bit of a cauldron though isn't yeah. it that, <laughs> that, that, that's one of the that's one of the ordeals you have to go through, yeah, it's a rite of passage, isn't it definitely yeah, although you know having said that hated it at the time these days, I, I wouldn't be parted from it, you know, a, with, with old age comes an immense amount of forgiveness, and you look back on stuff, and why, why was I so dismissive of that? It's very colourful, the twin dilemma. Yes. And I like, what's well, his name, Hugo, we're going to call him Hugo Drax, but that's Moonraker, isn't it? Yeah, man,
1: he's called
0: nice Hugo, isn't of, he, yeah. Yeah. Nice man in the rainbow top.
1: Hmm. It's, um, Kevin uh, McAnally as well, isn't it? Oh, it's quite a big. Um, you know, gone on to some success after that.
0: Okay, I'm nodding yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm stroking my chin wisely because I definitely
1: know that. <laughs> he's uh, he's been in loads of stuff. He's in oh, this is a bad example. He's in the <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean movies, isn't he? He's one of uh... <laughs> right Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs>
0: I've heard of those. Those are the ones with Jack Depp in them. Is that right? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, have you never heard the podcast I do with Lawrence? <laughs> we, we have no idea about anything. It's all a mystery to us. Um, I, have, I have, seen some
1: Pirates of the Caribbean films. Is, is he one of the crew? He's one of uh, yeah, um, Captain Jack's crew. Yeah, this the, the old this, this, yeah.
0: yeah, this is seeming awfully familiar now. And it's a nice cul-de-sac that we've gone down.
1: We have, I, yeah. I, so uh... I, blame, I blame myself. So as we record, it's the day after the eagerly anticipated um, teaser for Series 11 was broadcast um, at halftime uh, during the World Cup final.
0: Well, if big sports means anything, it means Doctor Who.
1: Yeah. Uh, so presumably we're trying to get some, um, some viewers for the World Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> I, right,
0: okay, now I, I have nothing culturally insensitive to say about the World Cup. I think everybody did very well. Well done, everybody. Yes. At the end of the day, football was the winner, Clive. Uh, the lads would give 110%, um, and football's coming home. Eventually. <laughs> it's going a long way around. But, no, you see, now, and this,
1: everybody mm-hmm. did very well. Yes, I didn't. I didn't watch any of it really, so I can't really speak um, to that. I saw yeah. bits and pieces.
0: Yeah. It was it was terribly exciting. I, I watched quite a lot of it, but I watched quite a lot of it in Scotland, um having been born in England. It's a it's a political minefield, Mark. It's a very difficult one to negotiate. You
1: have to draw I'm the blinds first and and watch it with the sound down and everything like that.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm just glad that everybody did well. Yeah. <laughs> So as, long, as long as you can keep to a minimum the number of fat blokes with no shirts throwing white plastic chairs in various continental cities, I'm, I'm happy
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely
0: yeah, um, so did we ever work out because the, the Jodie Whittaker announcement was in the middle of Wimbledon, wasn't it? Yes. this trail was in the middle of the World Cup thing really though, really what is that about?
1: it, it seems to be something about the maximum number of viewers doesn't it? <sighs> Well, I mean, it's in terms of over numbers,
0: over, yeah. yes, but in terms of people who are actually going to like the programme, it's
1: not very focused, is it? It's a bit scattershot. Yeah, but I, I guess it's, it's the new viewers that they want to attract, isn't it? It's, it's you know, the potential the people aren't already watching because we'll watch it anyway. Well, are you, are you suggesting that an
0: organisation that's been around for the best part of a century and puts loads of money into uh, focus groups and research <laughs> somehow knows more than a bloke who's just imagining stuff in his flat? <laughs> It's a possibility. Yeah, uh, I suppose so. No, it's not the modern way, Mark. I think what you find the modern way is to just imagine something is
1: true, and therefore it's true, and then tweet about it furiously. Furiously, yeah. yeah. So 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 furiously. There was some uh, some disappointment vocalised on Twitter. I think yesterday. I think it had possibly been built up in the in the oh. minds of some people that we were going to get something more substantial than it was. Yeah. But, uh, yeah all they said that's, was it was that uh, we were going to meet the doctor's new friends which mm-hmm. which it did deliver on
0: yeah it's a shame that is that's another aspect of um, the modern world is that, that people do tend to feedback this is not i'm not talking about people people i'm talking about you know sort of reviewers and professional people as well mm-hmm. uh, they tend to sort of provide feedback on what they wish they'd seen rather than what they actually did see yeah. which is it's a purely thing i'm not quite sure when it happened it started happening but I noticed it with films a lot, is yeah. that reviewers sort of review a film they wish they'd seen, yeah. rather, <laughs> wistfully, rather than the thing they actually have seen, which I, I think it's a, it's a, that's a little bit optimistic. So, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, I caught up with this trailer a bit late. I was at work yesterday, um, so I had, to, <laughs> I had to come home. I think I, was, I first saw it, streamed it on my phone, which is not, like, optimal um, watch phone-watching stuff. I remember when, do you remember the film Gravity? Yes. Sandra, Sandra Bullock and all those all those two other people. Mr. Clean, George Clooney, he was in it as well. Yes. I remember P- Peter Serafinovich, when Gravity was coming out, he said, look, is, this is a film of the up- utmost spectacle. It's amazing visuals, he said, so make sure you watch it on the biggest phone you've got. <laughs> um, and and that, that's kind of me with the, uh, with the Doctor Who thing yesterday, so my, my first viewing was a little bit vague. Um, but no, I enjoyed it. it. It just seemed to be slightly undermined. There was a, a sort of unfortunate leak of about a minute of footage uh, a couple of weeks ago. Now, I think the BBC have been admirably... Uh, sort of, they've shown a lot of vigor in getting it off the internet and sort mm. of closing it down, so it's quite difficult. If not impossible to see now, but whilst it was floating around, I did see it, um, and I kind of thought that from what I saw on that, I thought if that's what they're going to put out as a trailer or a teaser, I wouldn't be at all surprised because it doesn't half wet the appetite. Right. But then they didn't go that route, so I was a bit surprised. But I kind of I liked what I saw.
1: Mm. Um, I thought I got terribly excited. I didn't see the leak, uh, the leaked one. I avoided it. So I don't know anything about that, but I wonder if that did feed into the the disappointment with some uh, the viewers. If that you know was you know gave a bit more away about the new Doctor's character and the performance um, well, and that kind of thing. I, I don't really want to say anything about the
0: leak because I I think people quite rightly didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, so I would I would not wish to to spoil anything that was in there, um, but. Yeah, I, I, I think there probably was some weight of expectation because it, it's it's got it's, no anyway shut up about that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think people may have been expecting slightly more of a, a kind of narrative experience than mm-hmm. this sort of um, impressionistic thing that they got. But I, I was terrifically excited. I'm just kind of going through it. I I've, um I, to, to my to my shame, I don't really know too much about. Is it Toshin Cole? And Mandit Gill?
1: Yeah, yeah, they, they're playing Ryan and Yasmin in Series 11. Ryan,
0: oh, thank, thank the Lord you have your facts at your fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible on this. But young Bradlington Walsh, I, I was just talking to my, uh, my podcasting colleague and friend Lawrence this afternoon about Bradley Walsh, who I'm pretty certain was in when he was in Coronation Street. Was he not in charge of the the bra and pants factory concern in Coronation Street.
1: He could have been, I'm aware he was in it. Yeah, now are you aware
0: it. of what the bra and pants factory in Coronation Street is called?
1: I do know that because uh, it's um, it's underworld, isn't it? Because it is
0: Because un- underworld and I'm sure it's a Doctor Who joke and I'm pretty sure it's Gareth Roberts that smuggled it in somehow.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's an interview with Gareth Roberts where he, he said that, yeah, that um, while he worked on, as a writer on Coronation Street, he would try and work Doctor Who references it in, <laughs> and that is the most long-running one because yeah. uh, I think it's still called that, yeah it's
0: splendid so Bradley Walsh I'm almost kind of secondhand familiar with uh, but the other guys no not at all so I was kind of watching this thing oh well okay you can't really tell anything apart from they all they all like to eat food there's a lot there's a lot of food stuff going on but Mark 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 I got so excited at the end there's Bradley Walsh and he's reading his tabloid and a little twinkly light comes and there's Jodie Whittaker sort of marching up behind him and his tabloid, because they all have stuff happens, so, you know, there's mm. like a, a wee change in each scene uh, goes on the change in Bradley's Bradley Walsh's scene is that his tabloid turns into the Beano. Uh, and it's a Beano Summer Special, nineteen eighty one. And I thought to myself, I don't I don't know very much about Doctor Who, but I recognized it uh, as coming from the Doctor Who and the giant leaf. The rooms uh, of Akatam the rings of our head 10 that's the one Yeah. Um, so I I kind of got that out and had a look and thought, stunned the crows I have stumbled on something Um, and then tweeted it rashly this afternoon and then I had a bit of a Google and no, everybody knows (laughs) it it was in the radio times i kind of like an idiot
1: well it seems Um, like it's the same prop that they had lying around from the episode
0: because yeah, this, they must uh, have had other props so that, I mean, that's quite it, a while ago now, the Rings
1: of It is, but As somebody else pointed out on Twitter and, and a quick Google search verified um, the actual Beano Summer Specials didn't have the year on so if No! You that, 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 at, that's, uh, if you look at that cover it's exactly the same, but it doesn't have 1981, which makes it seem like it's the, uh, it's the same oh, prop they must have sealed oh, up oh, in a bag like comic collectors do um, right? and then brought out again I guess
0: <laughs> right so so i, I <laughs> yes you you have to put them in a bag because this is famous in comic you know if if you look at a comic you basically start wearing it out because the, yeah. the, the tracks of your eyes cross the ink just yeah. Uh, just yeah fades it so there's a brilliant are you familiar with neil Gaiman's sandman series i've, yeah, I've read a few of those yeah they're very good. There was a single issue one, which I think was probably about, uh, it's quite late. I think it might have been sort of about issue 50, called uh, Ramadan. And it, it, it's, I um, it's right, yeah, it is Ramadan. And it, it's a, a single issue story, and it's just a fable about, um, I think it's a king uh, and his city, you know, and he builds this city up and he establishes it and, and, and develops it and grows it, and it becomes the most perfect city. And he, be, and he becomes incredibly sad about it because he realizes that it's never going to be any better than that. And that all that awaits in the future is this sort of, you know, decay and despair and gradual descent to death. So, you know, he sort of has some kind of magical arrangement, I think, to, to just stop the city as it is in its state of perfection and put away in a jar. And, of course, that's infinitely sadder because then it's not a living, growing thing. And I, I read it, and it's, it's a beautiful standalone story that seems a bit insubstantial. And then you suddenly go, oh, hang on, is Neil Gaiman having a bit of a pop at comics fans here? Because that, that's exactly what comics fans do. So like you get your comic and you mustn't touch it and you have to preserve it and nobody can enjoy it or look at it or have fun with it at all. Why, why are we talking about
1: comics? The beano. Uh, the beano, yes. I've seen uh, yeah. when people have photographed the kind of Doctor Who shelves as well. You've seen um, like all the new adventures and uh, missing adventures, kind of in little plastic bags as well. Which, uh, what? It's, um, it seems like another level of uh,
0: you, you uh, can't you cannot fight thermodynamics. Yeah. Where well, you can, <laughs> you, you can't win. You just can't win. Just go let stuff go. Every, everything will be dust in a few thousand years anyway. Um, why was I talking about that yeah it was just that that kind of excitement that I had that the whole series might somehow be a colossal extended prequel to the rings of of Akaten which is a story (laughs) I like very much but I, I don't think that's the case is it, it was just a little joke that he did Yes. yeah it seems like that yeah Okay, so tell me, what, what were your impressions then? What what did you get from your first couple of watchings of the trailer?
1: I, I think I've only, yeah, watched it twice, I think. I, I think it's a nice little teaser. It's focusing heavily on the companions, um, which, which is good. They're going to be, obviously, uh, the first time we have had three companions for a number of years, and the first time in oh, the new oh, series. Yeah. Um, nice to get, actually, um, a kind of a custom trailer. We, we used to get that kind of early on with the rebooted series, didn't we, with the... Uh, oh. Um, Eccleston uh, had that for, for series one with his, uh, Do you want to come with me and all that? <laughs> um, and then I think David Tennant and um, Freeman Agyeman did one, didn't they? Where they were on either side of the screen um, and she's saying, oh, I, I battle with textbooks and he says, I battle with monsters and she says, I'm going to be a doctor and he says, I am the doctor. Yeah. Uh, you remember that one? Uh, I, You'd yeah,
0: I it be, be astonished to hear that I don't remember that one at all. <laughs> is, it, is that an extra on some Blu-rays I've got somewhere?
1: It, it probably is. I remember it around the time of the broadcast. It was uh, it was on quite heavily. Oh, the 50th, they did that. Um, that's probably my favourite oh, one. Was,
0: that was phenomenal with I, the floating Jelly Baby in 3D. Yes. I did you ever see it in 3D? I didn't, unfortunately, no. It's epic! I've got, um, I got. I have got the Day of the Doctor. You know they did um, like the the box set. So you got Day of the Doctor, and you got the Peter Davison funny thing, and yeah, you got the uh, Adventure in Space and Time. Yeah. For a while, I think it possibly still is the only way you could get Adventure Space and Time. Adventure in Space and Time on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, yeah, did that have, no, I think maybe that doesn't have the 3D Day of the Doctor. I, I, think, I, had, I think I had to buy the 3D Day of the Doctor separately, and I'm not actually sure it's got that trailer on in 3D, which is a massive oversight if it yeah. doesn't.
1: It was, a, yeah, I, I love trailer. I was at the, um, I went to the 50th, the official 50th anniversary thing at the XL. Oh, I um, remember. And in between kind of panels and things like that, they they were just on the big screen they would show that and just kind of um, random clips of all the doctors and that kind of thing so i ended up seeing it probably about 20 times that day so uh, really associated with that cuz i had a brilliant time but I never got sick of it 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 was a superb trailer that one it's ter- terrific it. exciting yeah. yeah
0: yeah so so did you did you get any sense of what was at, when going back to the jody Whittaker trail that we saw yesterday did you get any sense of what was actually happening I mean, could, 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 you ex, could you put words, could you explain using words what you were seeing?
1: Because I'm not quite sure I can. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I'm assuming it's, it's not indicating that the new doctor will have kind of uh, abilities like the flash or anything. Where <laughs> she can move uh, very quickly, you know, through a room and uh, kind of move things around and replace pizzas and things. Yeah, um, Abil- Abilities like the flash, what abilities are those? Running, yeah. Is basically,
0: <laughs> those abilities goes very fast. Yeah, no, no. I, it's just I, I, couldn't tell kind of exactly what was happening. So certainly with the, uh, the first one, with which the is the yeah. it was the it was the sausage and the egg and the beans and the pork and stuff. And it it was weird because there was the football sort of punditry going on in the background. Yeah. That, that seemed to be significant. So I was trying to tune into that and work out what was happening. But with the other, it was easy to tell with uh, uh, Mandic Gill's character what had happened because uh, her pizza wasn't there and then her pizza was there. So, you know, that's quite straightforward. And with Bradley Walsh's character, um, his tabloid turned into a comic. But I couldn't work out what was going on with the first one. And I thought, is, is this – I mean, what <sighs> – it, 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 in the broadest possible sense, you're just saying, "Hey, crazy stuff happens," or was there some significance to it?
1: Yeah, I think I think to me it was their everyday humdrum lives um, are about to be kind of turned unusual by the by the arrival of the doctor in their lives. I, I, that was the kind of the takeaway that I got from it. I think mm. the whole well, food the- thing um, that you, you kind of touched on it really reminded me of. Kind of rose and the Russell T Davis thing where he keeps saying, Oh, you know, like your your ordinary life is having chips and crisps. And he says to Donna, You know, are you like, you know, about Lance says about Donna, you know, your idea of excitement is Pringles and that kind of thing. (laughs) Um, It felt like thematically it was like that early Russell T Davis stuff about, you know, everyday life is just kind of sitting around and eating and watching telly or whatever. Mm. Uh, But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all going to change oh that's good. So I, I was wrong. I projected far too much onto it. <laughs> right because first of all,
0: I to an extent, sorry, I slightly covered this with with uh, Lawrence this afternoon the episode we just recorded. But I, the 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 pizza thing. See see the pizza being eaten,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that whoa! Suddenly the pizza is there in the box. What's your what's your feeling on the pizza? Does she still have pizza in her stomach at that point? Does she? Has ha- she got? Has
1: she got the pizza got- and eaten it? Is it? <laughs> This is, you, you see, you know me so well, this is where I'm, this, this is cakeism,
0: Mark, this, this is David Davis fancy Brexit, where you can both eat your pizza and have your pizza. So basically what I'm saying is, is there's going to be another Peladon, right? It's a yeah. Brexit of Peladon. No, sorry, yes, no, yeah, Brexit of Peladon, um, and that's what it will be. The Rings of Akatem, Brexit of Peladon, sort of tie-in thing to 10 episodes.
1: Yeah, no. it seems no. like well, this um, this does tie in with some, can, tangentially with something I was going to discuss later on. Um okay. a tweet that I liked of yours the other day was a page from uh, uh, I forgot the name of it, old old Mo's almanac. Yes,
0: with yes, old Mo's almanac. It's um,
1: have you heard of it? Are you familiar with it? I've, I I've, I was passingly familiar with it, but I wouldn't say I've ever read it. No, best <laughs> not it's,
0: it's It's quite slight. Uh, it's, not, it's not terribly expensive. It comes out every year and purports to tell you what will happen in the coming year. Uh, so Ooh. it gives you like the l- lucky lottery numbers and things like that, and um, various predictions of things that will happen in the world. Uh, and the, the stunning prediction, which I think is a, it's a quite it's a controversial one, but they've gone with it, is that Jodie Whittaker is going to have quite a good year. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, I think they might be onto something there. It was a bit confusing So I'm reading about Jodie Whittaker in Old Moore's Almanac. Now, there did also used to be a much more academic publication called Whittaker's Almanac, mm-hmm. uh, which was like a yearbook of facts and figures. But they stopped
1: doing that because apparently there's this thing called the internet now. Yes, and it's a post-truth era we're in, so there's uh, my <laughs> Old Moor's Almanac was probably outselling it. <laughs>
0: it's, um, it's an extraordinary phenomenon, and I often wonder why they publish Old Moor's Almanac. And then I remember that they probably just make money out of it, and that's,
1: that's why people do things. When you, you said um, the seers at Old Moor's have written this, and I, I, I pictured... The, the woman from the Rebus operation, you know, with the, <laughs> the painted face and the bones. But then I checked, and that's the seeker, not the seer.
0: Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, wow. I was just going for because I, I like to think that instead of an editor, editorial committee, although I'm an just do that. <laughs> sort of doddery old souls in ropes and, they, they, you know, they come in for a casting
1: and they, they sort of... Get some cheap entrails and and yeah, them around you know,
0: A little <laughs> flip chart with some runes on it, you know, just to see, see what what the hot new runes are this season, it's disturbing. There's a lot of aspects of my job that I'm entirely ethically comfortable <laughs> with. And, and I'll be honest with you, Old Mo's Almanac is, is in there. It's in there. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was nice to see. I, what I always like is the, that sort of validation that what I, what was, once my stupid little nerdy thing that people knew about but sort of didn't really take very seriously is now it's quite not mainstream exactly, but it's very much part of the culture again, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that was, that was a very closed question. So, <laughs> it, uh, 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 no, no, I agree. How much, much just, of the culture these days do you think it is, this, Mark?
1: <laughs> no, I, I keep having the same kind of experiences. Um, a couple of years ago, I went to uh, Glasgow to the, it's called the Hydro arena is it yes, yes, to, it is, yes. The big arena to the uh, the doctor who's symphonic spectacular how uh, was it and it was it was excellent it was a brilliant show peter davison was the the sort of the compare uh, but it was packed out it was absolutely packed with people loads of kids uh, you know the the, the stuff you, when you see uh, you see them when they broadcast them on tv and they've got the monsters kind of going up and down yeah. the steps in the aisle and the kids are either just freaking out, or getting really excited, or just hiding, you know, um, and I a real moment there thinking, God, you know, if I could have seen this a few years ago, when I didn't know any other Doctor Who fans, uh, like you say, it was people aware of it, but not um, not actively engaging with it or anything, it was, I had all the VHSs, but nobody would watch them with me, that kind of thing, uh, <laughs> how it is completely oh, That's changed. very hard to believe,
0: Mark. <laughs> No, I, I remember. You know, there was that uh, experience of it, um, and you know, and I, I'm a big admirer of uh, Sylvester McCoy's last se- season. I think it's a series; it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, but there was a sense that it wasn't. You know, if it wasn't loved, it was. You know, it wasn't a thing that people took seriously or talked about seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, it, you know, it was sad. It was sad to see it go. And then there was the, the false start with the, the TV movie. But even that, that was like um, that was like a pre-echo of what was going to happen. Because I remember there was a lot of buzz about yeah. the TV movie. You know, it had been away for long enough that people were curious. But then it didn't turn into anything. But I do remember, you know, the, the, there was a big press conference, wasn't there, when they announced that Doctor Who was coming back. Mm-hmm. And Russell T Davis was there, and Mark Gatiss was going. It's going to be on the telly, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I do remember people were quite keen about it. So it's like you know, it's like King Arthur or something. It's just one of these ideas that lies dormant until its country needs it, and 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 then comes back. And I, I do remember that sort of building sense of excitement before uh Rose, mm. and then you know the just being just exultant that the things it, it was flying you know, and it was great, and people were were coming to it the way they never had you know or the the way they had done when I was little, which is a, a sort of communal family thing that you did I think you know may, maybe it's changing again, and you know maybe, maybe, you know maybe it'll, it'll ebb a little bit, but i'm I'm not
1: feeling that at the moment no i think I think with this relaunch. Um, there's a there's a huge amount of uh, excitement and, and kind of curiosity. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, potentially people have drifted away a little bit. They'll come back to see a new doctor. Uh, it's because it's all new. That's a great thing, isn't it? Everybody changes behind this, the, the camera and in front of the camera. So it's uh, it's going to be a, a totally fresh take on it. So looking forward to the
0: music. I, uh, I, and I sh- shamefully cannot remember the name of the guy. Sagan. It's, it's oh. No, yeah, the name's gone uh, again. Um, the guy who's doing the music for the new series, who so I, mm-hmm. I just did not know anything about, it and finally caught up with a little bit of stuff and go, wow, this is, this is really substantially different from what it's been. This is going to be like, um, you know, shifting from Dudley, two horns and an organ. Oh, I, say, I was going to say Dudley Simpson. What's the. Yeah, it is yes. Dudley Simpson. Yeah, what I do is I get <laughs> Dudley Simpson, who's the bad one out of L.A. Confidential. Dudley Smith, isn't it the yeah. evil Jack Zellwright <laughs> character? I get me Dudley's muddled up, but yeah, you know, I, I remember that sort of. There that, that was a very distinctive Dudley Simpson sound mm-hmm. you, know, you get in that sort of nineteen seventies Doctor Who Blake Seven, and then it's sort of shifting to um, I don't know who was it, it was the y sort of electronicy. Stuff of uh, Tom Baker's last season, yeah, which is it—it it, it, it was really exciting. So yeah. you know, somebody of my disposition and of my age at that time, it was perfect. You know, I mean, you shouldn't, change change is nothing to be scared of. Yeah. Uh, you know, with, without it, Doctor Who's a bit scuppered. I mean, I my my biggest fear uh, with the Chris Chibnall stuff was that we were going to kind of go back to a reheated version of the tenth Doctor. Which seems to be a lot of people's happy
1: place, you know. Yeah, that kind of position, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and we just haven't, you know, couldn't have gone gone further uh, in the other direction. And I'm I'm just loving everything about it so far. We got the two new books. There's a Jenny Colgan one called, ah, I've forgotten, The Triple triple Knife, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the other one by Naomi Alderman.
1: Uh, time, this, this is, is a re-release of um, her eleventh Doctor novel isn't uh, it? Uh, right? I did, uh.
0: This is a thing that had passed me by.
1: Um,
0: that Naomi Alderman, who's a, an astonishing writer, who did a you know sort of dystopic feminist science fiction book called The Power. Uh, it had passed me by that she was a Doctor Who fan, but I love the fact that we you know I the, the jackets on the most stunning yeah. uh, these two 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 that came out uh, just this week. Um, the, the, it's a gorgeous bit of design. It, they're both by women, um, and it's it just it just feels great. You know, it just feels absolutely reinvigorated and fresh and new. And also, and this is a, a thing I keep harping on about, and I, I cannot stress how impressed I am with it. I know very little about what's going to happen.
1: Yes, I, I like this as well. Um, nothing so far has given away anything about what uh, monsters, settings characters we there's a couple of sort of guest casting things that have got out but but no I've,
0: I've heard of one that just sounds like it's a cameo and then there's another actor who I think should really have known better uh, who, who talked about their uh, their character what character they, they were going to be playing um, in in Doctor Who uh, but it said that's sending off in all sorts of directions going oh my god are they doing this are they doing that mm-hmm. and the answer is I don't know just don't know. Uh, and I, that's, that's a terrific position to be in. I heard some stuff, you know, I've heard people speculating about how they think it's going to go, uh, and all, all of the speculations I hear are exciting and interesting, but I don't see any evidence backing any of them up yet. That's, that's, that's super impressive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, just talking about the music there, it just occurred to me, I wonder if the new composer did the music for the trailer that was on yesterday. Well, I'm, I'm just trying saying, to work that out or if they just bummed bung, Murray Gold a, a £10 book tokens and yeah. said, hey Murray, can we use one of your old ones? Um, I don't retirement know. retirement for one anything. last mission. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it could, well, there wasn't any dialogue to Swamp so it could can <laughs> be. This was his chance
1: to shine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, um,
0: listen. I will miss Murray. D- I will miss Murray.
1: <laughs> I'll, I will miss his appearances on your podcast. Oh, um, well, who
0: knows? Maybe he'll have even more time to visit.
1: Maybe he'll have something to say about the music in the new series, hopefully. Well, you just never know, do you? You never know. We find should, out in October. We should actually say, um, if anybody hasn't heard your podcast, The Highlanders, it's back in production at the moment with... Uh, yes, yeah, the first first episode
0: is set by technical difficulties I could do nothing about, but the, the second episode is up, I think it's just gone up today, and... It's dreadful. It's not for you. It's, it's a really <laughs> bad podcast. I mean, it's, it, technically it's Doctor Who, but we're just we, we have no control over what we say. There's like one of us needs to be in charge, but neither of us are. So, me and one's just kind of we, we, we whiffle on a bit. It's not for you.
1: I'm saying just stick the <laughs> trap. On. Uh, so you, you're in series three at the moment. Uh, I was going to say yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, when when did you last watch the Martha stuff? It's been a while. I watched Forty Two when um, I did a commentary of that with uh, Denise. Hello, Denise. I remember. Yeah, hey, um, Denise. But that. Bef- other than that, I've gone back to Human Nature a few times because I. Yeah. That's probably one of my favourite stories since the series came back. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It is such a good series. Uh, we're, we're, all we've done so far
0: is Smith and Jones and Shakespeare Code, and we're sitting mm-hmm. down to do gridlock next week but this stuff is so fresh you know and I, the, the first episode we're watching smith and jones you know this is terrific this is tremendous and then you remember you know this was when that was filmed there were no iphones the iphone hadn't been invented when smith and jones came out yeah uh you know that's that's how long ago it was there's a bit in the Shakespeare code, where Martha is suggesting recording something on a mini disc, yeah. and you go, "Wow, this, is, this has aged really <laughs> okay. well." You know, it's, it's, um, there's a couple of references, like planets of Zavirax, and you go, "Oh, I think, I think Zavirax adverts were a little bit dated, you know, even back in the day." But yeah, yeah no, the, what I've seen so far has been an absolute joy, and it, you know, obviously, it's been, it must have been some years since I sat down and went through.
1: Um, series soon and we're both enjoying it immensely Fantastic. and speaking of gridlock uh we've had the well the rumor today that the macro terror and the wheel in space might be next in line for animations to be released on dvd Stunning Mark, you are very good yeah. with a
0: with a link, tendential <laughs> link. Yeah, um, which is, is I I mean wheel in space, brilliant. I, I have no problem with the wheel in space, I like it very much. The macro terror, I, I feel like I don't really know. I, I have two versions of it on audio. Uh, they they did it twice. There's one um which is kind
1: of is it called, is Colin Baker narrating it? Did John Nathan Turner maybe write the links? I think it's a bit. Oh, so. a it's, '90s thing on the cassette tapes uh, where they where they had some yeah they had some narration from from later doctors and yeah like Fraser Heinz if you want to do something
0: yeah it's a it's an odd one then they went back and did it properly so mm-hmm. you know the, the, but that's um I've never sat down and watched a I mean are there, there macrotaria reconstructions account You can they really I suppose I'm not
1: sure yeah because there's certain directors that didn't um, employ John Curra. I want to say is the the guy that provided the telesnaps I think some directors didn't kind of budget for that mm. uh, so there aren't there aren't even the telesnaps Or some of them are they no so so i mean what will they be doing with the macro terror then just animating it from scratch because a lot of the time i i
0: think it's not really remotely clear to anyone what was happening you yeah. know cuz you don't have
1: that that sort of level of information, do we? I mean, about may, what? I'm saying the, 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 about the telesnaps. I don't know for sure if anybody, uh, if anybody's uh, kind of shouting uh, at their phones at the moment. There could well be <laughs> tel- snaps on. I, I haven't got any clear images of, of that story in the way hmm. that I have for other ones where there's um, telesnaps. But I imagine that might be quite kind of freeing for the animators. Yeah. Um, you could, uh, because I mean, the, the kind of behind the scenes, the few behind the scenes photos you see are the macro they're, on, they're huge, but they're on the back of lorries, aren't they? So they, they must have been fairly sort of um, static a lot of the time or, or immobile. Um, but, you know, you could get some great kind of visuals of these huge crabs moving through the colony, yeah. you know, kind of make it very atmospheric. Um, and it's, it's, it's a good story, all the stuff about the mind control. And the, um, um, I, the main thing I remember from listening to it is, is Ben kind of getting brainwashed and turning against them. It's um, yeah. quite uh, quite powerful when stuff like that happens I think it it,
0: is. Yeah. there's something very sort of off kilter and disconcerting about the whole kind of holiday camp sort of cheery music thing mm. as well I just just find it a little bit unnerving yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll say, we will see I remember that well I'm pretty sure I remember the rationale behind using the macro in gridlock was that nobody remembered them. Nobody knew anything about them. Nobody cared, and they'd never be coming back. So it would be ironic. It's just like, a, like a, um, a, a prestigious release. But yeah, I'm fascinated about what they're doing with these things. Did you get the uh,
1: the Blu-ray box set of the first Tom Baker series? I haven't yet. No, um, it's uh, I found it a little hard to justify. My I will get it eventually, or I'll get it for Christmas or something.
0: I think. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're, they, it's very pleasing to see them putting that level of effort.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Into, into what I would imagine to be fairly niche stuff. I mean, I, I think phys- physical format is, is a bit of an uphill struggle at the moment, yeah. you know, anyway, let alone physical
1: format of a 40-year-old TV program. Yeah, I think they, they, they know their audience, don't they? That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> kind of Elderly, childless men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, once you've got season 12, as soon as they start releasing the other ones you need them all to match on the shelf so you've got to, got to keep going Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like your um, uh, I don't know what, what they're called the, the figurine collection that you're uh, oh yeah I, am. I it having. is not going to kill me Mark
0: I'm, <laughs> I, just, I don't know how okay. it's like yeah this is, I, I'm into the 130th month of figurine collection I can barely get it to my flat but it's not going to beat me I'm going to see it through
1: I saw a picture on Twitter today of the Coquillian one, which looked uh, looked very nice. don't know if that's out yet. Out office, uh, Are from they time. out? I missed one. Uh, oh. It might be. I don't know. I follow the guy that um, I can't remember his name. Uh, it's really bad. The one that he, he makes the models, I think, or at least some of them. So it might be that he's uh, tweeted a picture of a forthcoming one, but it looked very good.
0: Yeah, I think I think to to start with they, I mean they were pretty good in the early days they, they were okay they were worth having um some of them recently have just been phenomenal uh, there was a sort of big war machine I like the war machines anyway yeah. there's a beautiful big war machine uh, there's a terrific Croton um as well they, they they're good they are I, I like having them but I do feel a little bit oppressed by them. <laughs>
1: Well we've uh, there's also been news this week of um some 13th doctor figures that are coming out. Yeah,
0: and I I had missed
1: this thing. Thank
0: god you're here. You know, fill <laughs> me in on all this stuff I miss because I'm at work or asleep or something. So who what which what where what? Doing they're, they're, what?
1: they're all Jodie Whittaker figures. Um mm. none of the companions announced yet. Not a 5-inch character options one unfortunately, which is the one that I'd uh, I I'd probably definitely buy. I've um, mm. got the other Doctors in the 5-inch format um, but there's going to be one of the little 3-inch Titan vinyls which um, yeah. I've got the other Doctors in that format as well but I just picked them up on eBay they can get for like 3 or 4 quid um, yeah. and they're quite nice little kind of caricatures um, there's well, one I, of those think,
0: I think they're a very silly mark and they, they're clearly <laughs> the mark of somebody who doesn't take their fandom seriously
1: <laughs> the, the, the ones I don't really like are they called Funko Pop? where they do yeah. them for everything. Uh, yeah. Like everything that's ever been on TV or a movie. And they've, it seems to me they've all got exactly the same face. Yeah. Uh, there's no <laughs> other detail. They've just got a square face with um, a mouth, a nose, and eyes. And then <laughs> just the costumes and the hair are different. Um,
0: oh, I, I have so. I've got the Tom so, Baker
1: one. i a Tom Baker one.
0: The heads are too big. They're ridiculous. Yeah. I've, I've got a Tom Baker one. This is right, this is my confession. I do have Bunko Pops. I've got Tom <laughs> one. I've got a Howard the Duck one, which I think is, you know. Well you can normal. tell who
1: that was, that's the thing. Yeah, he's gonna have a bee. But
0: the normal people have that. Yeah. And I and I have the Metalunar mutant from this island Earth. And at that point I stopped because I thought, Well, this is ridiculous and they don't even look like the things and they've got big heads <laughs> and they're stupid. But you know, you look at the wall of them in H M D these yeah. days, and you go, All right, you know, there's a There's Guardians of the Galaxy. I see that, and there's um, oh, there's the Avengers, and oh, there's Alien. That's a bit weird, and there's a fucking Godfather. The Godfather. (laughs) (laughs) Why why have they got characters from the Godfather as Funko Pop? It's like oh yeah, this is this is our Andrei Tarkovsky set.
1: There's (laughs) there's Andre Rublev with his massive head. It makes makes no sense. I do wonder. There must be a lot of them when they're out of the box. You can't tell who they are. I mean the Godfather ones must just be men in suits and how would you know that from your Reservoir Dogs collection or any any of the other ones
0: yeah now Mark I don't wish to be seducing you to the dark side or anything but you know there are James Bond ones don't you
1: (laughs) well I could be tempted by those to be fair (laughs) but how, how do they differentiate them how do they differentiate George Lisenby from Roger Moore don't know. Given, Don't know. You're asking the wrong person. Given, I have literally no idea. Given that the faces of all of them are exactly the same, and they're do you both...
0: think this, this is good? And I like the way you know what you've done is sort of mitigate my my debilitating figurine <laughs> habit uh, by pointing out that you, do you think there are people who've just got rooms to Funko Pop and they just can't stop? They're not able to stop <laughs> now. They're, they're just like too heavily invested in it.
1: Well, I mean, do they resale value or something? I guess that's the hope. Yeah. Once you Funko <laughs> Pop, you can't stop. That should be the slogan. Yeah. You brought it back to Pringles, Mark. You are the genius <laughs> man of closing conversational loops. I remembered why we were talking about Old Moore's almanac. Actually, um, while we were talking there, how that led on from Brexit was that Old Moore believes that. Uh, well, it's really part of the, the kind of the longer prediction for Jodie Whittaker. Uh, that she could look out for a really big film role for Geordie in the not-too-distant future, uh, which is uh, which is worrying for the longevity of her tenure as the doctor, I guess. Uh, <laughs> together with the chance of television work in a capacity that she has not handled before, perhaps as a presenter, <laughs> eventually we may see her turn in a political direction. Whoa. So yeah, this uh, this all ties in with the with the Brexit idea. Maybe she'll negotiate Brexit if she can uh, <laughs> do the uh, if she can make the uh, have your pizza and eat it uh, argument uh, come true. Yeah,
0: <laughs> beautiful. Uh, this is I did not see twenty eighteen turning out the, quite as well.
1: The year of Geordie, Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah. I mean, they've edged their bets very much into what you might do after Doctor Who. There, they've, they've covered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's slowly, just very slowly,
0: there's an elite team assembling, isn't there? There's Jody Whitaker, there's Danny Dyer there, there's Mary Beard probably in there. You know, I, I think we. this is basically, it's like a, a kind of, um, it's like a, a British Avengers that we're mm-hmm. building up here, you know, people who
1: can see us through, Mark. This is it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, um, we, we should... Uh, We should reconvene in a year and see how true old Moza Almanac was. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, neat, because I put all my money on his lottery numbers. (laughs) We'll be Skyping you from the Bahamas. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, and and the other figure is a 10-inch version with um, uh, a coat that's made of fabric and stuff like that. So I guess that's like those Tom Baker ones where they had... Yeah, that's when it starts getting a bit
0: sinister, isn't it? It's like that's like when you've got sort of like a homunculus or something. You've got got something that's basically quite close to coming to life. Yeah. No, too big. Too big. So they're not doing a five-inch
1: one, five-and-a-half-inch one. Well, it hasn't been announced yet. All
0: all the little dollies on my DVD shelves, I look crestfallen. (laughs) There's Matt Smith. There you go, Matt Smith with his snowman hat on. There's Matt Smith with his wizened old man head. Look, <laughs> he's so surprised he's dropped handles. There's <laughs> Peter Capaldi in his spotty shirt. They all they all look sad. They're wanting to know where Jodie is.
1: Well, I think we'd had series eight before we got a Peter Capaldi figure. I might be misremembering that, but I think we'd had a full series before his figure oh. became available. But
0: uh, we... I think you're right. No, wait. Was there not? Was he not one of the interchangeable heads? So you could have Peter Capaldi,
1: but it was in Matt Smith's clothes. No, maybe uh, I'm dreaming no, I think that. you're right. I think we Man. did get a regeneration set first where, yeah, yeah he was in um, he was in uh, in Matt Smith's clothes. But before we got him in his own costume, I think it was a while, yeah. But the only uh, ones they, that seem to make, come
0: out... They realise that, you know, whilst you may feel like you're getting eight hours sleep a night, there is just you're not... It's not quality sleep because that's that gnawing... Thing in your brain that's just going, <laughs> yeah. Your, your set's not complete anymore. You haven't got all thirteen doctors.
1: That's it. Uh, the The only ones, the, the only five inch ones that seem to still be coming out the last couple of years are these ones that are just distributed through uh, B and M bargain stores. Yeah, they're not. They're not as good. I don't think they're quite as good as
0: the the olden days ones. I had to go, also, you have to go into B and M, I and fa- I find that a little bit scary. <laughs> A bewildering place. <laughs> you go, where's, your, where's your Doctor Who men? It's like, oh, just turn left at the cactuses. by the car
1: polish. You go, okay. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got three branches in Carlisle, so they're, they're gradually taking over. Historic Carlisle. We've only got one,
0: and I'm too scared to go in it most of the time. The uh, when it opened, I thought I'll go in and I'll have a look at the Doctor Who stuff because I hear they do Doctor Who stuff, yeah. and they had, and this this would be it's only about two years ago. Uh, They had a whole shelf of um, uh, it's John Smith's journal, isn't it? Like you know, they did like the the notebook from Family of Blood and uh, that one. But you know, they had like conservatively 50 of it and you go it's like there's about 50 or 60,000 people in Inverness and I'm, I'm one of them and I don't want it so you know,
1: who, are you, who are you hoping to sell this to it didn't look very focused no I mean that must have been quite old stock I guess two years ago if it's from uh, yeah. from the 2007 yeah. series
0: yeah crumbs
1: I mean it's good that is a it's good
0: kit mm. you know don't get me wrong it's just, you know, too many.
1: Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> uh, but there is, a, a, I think, feel like there's a ramping up of um, stuff at the moment for Series Eleven. They've got the uh, the Comic Con. I think is on Thursday. There's a, a Doctor Who panel there with Chris Chibnall and Jodie Whitaker. Oh, maybe that's
0: going to be when they get their minute of footage out for everyone to see. Do you think?
1: Yeah, because it must be doing the rounds for some reason, I guess. Because in America, that it leaked, wasn't it? Ah,
0: was it? I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I don't know how you can tell these days. Um, but yeah, I, I, it did have that look because it, it was quite neat. It was not. It obviously wasn't just like hacked in a lump at random. You know, it began and it ended, and it uh, and looked like it had a, a sort of fairly easy to work out place. In, in the series. So yeah, if, if that was like their showreel or part of their show showreel, I wouldn't be at all surprised. Are they going to have to have something, aren't they? Or are they just going to stand there and bask in the adulation
1: of people? <laughs> well, I've heard people say this, that when they do show a trailer or a clip at Comic-Con that you, you can't hear any of it anyway for people just whooping and cheering and uh, <laughs> the rest of it. So I guess it doesn't matter what they put up. I know. I, I find there's a limit to the number of
0: people I can be comfortably in The company of, and it's about a couple, yes. really. It's, it's certainly you don't measure it in three or four figures, you know. I, <laughs> I find that kind of atmosphere a little bit um, difficult to deal with, I think.
1: The, the, there's also the, uh, the Radio Times tomorrow has got a, a Doctor Who cover and um, oh. a big feature and onset reports and things like that. So, I think things are, are ramping oh. up, and we're still about three months out by all accounts, so yeah. Well, that's, that's quite exciting, I did not know that either The news you are bringing me Mark This is extraordinary <laughs> Well the other, th- the other kind of big news I guess This week, I don't know if you've seen this on Twitter You're bound to have Is uh, the Muppets Live <laughs> stage show At the O2 uh-huh. uh, There's uh, the, the, the Pigs in Space sketch Yes um, Has had David Tennant and Peter Davison in character As their respective doctors uh, Making oh. guest appearances that's amazing, but again, you see,
0: that is people not taking it seriously enough. There's people <laughs> making light of it. It's not. It's
1: not for enjoying, Mark. It's not for having <laughs> fun with. It's not why we do this. It's it's canon. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no! Don't say. But you see, canon. I think you can change it just one bit, and it, it, a fix with some will bag me up on that. <laughs> It's no longer canon. It's been stricken from the record. It's like it's like Pluto,
1: isn't it? So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, that is very hard on Pluto, which <laughs> was just doing its best. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought they were nice little clips, though. I've seen uh, just people obviously filmed them on their phones and uh, uh, yeah. put them on the internet. I don't know if they were both had the same title, but the Peter Davison was called Mirth Shock. <laughs> Which seemed very specific. Somebody working on that must uh, must be a big fan, I think. There are Doctor Who fans everywhere. Right? They're
0: always kind of you know slipping stuff in to to surprising things. And as a as an example, I can't bring you anything. But you know, every once in a while, you see a thing, and you go, nah, "I know, I know what you're doing. I see, I
1: see you." Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a nice little thing. Um, and as everybody's pointing out, David Tennant. Doesn't seem to have aged a day uh, in the sort of ten years since he uh, since he was playing the doctor full time. Yeah.
0: So they don't, they don't have to do the tugging his coat and it not quite going round him joke yeah. from Time Crash. Uh, that would that would be terrible. You know, if David Tennant ever goes bald and fat, that will be a terrible thing. That'll yeah. be a sad day.
1: Yeah, they'll uh, they'll they'll right around it. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, think there was something I was thinking the other day, actually, we're already halfway to the 60th anniversary. That James. time has just flown by.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I started noticing that with the gap between the 30th and the 40th. Yeah, you know, really. I Obviously, <laughs> nothing much happening. Uh, but it's like the the 10th. I remember, you know, the 20th, which was The Five Doctors, mm-hmm. uh, was when I was, I must have been 18. I'd left home, so I was watching that with friends. Um and I thought, blindy Imagine that—ten long years since the three doctors. And of course, the three doctors wasn't—it wasn't actually a tenth anniversary thing, was it? It was in season series ten, but it wasn't like on—it wasn't November nineteen seventy-three. It went
1: out. Yeah, it was at like the opening of the season, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there there
0: was still that sense of, wow, 10 years, what a long time that is. And what's happening to you now, Mark, is you're realising that 10 years is about enough time to get up out of your chair and scratch your bum and go, (laughs) what what will I do now? And then, then, oh, no, what was that? Another 10 years, was it? Brilliant. Yeah. Sorry for saying bum on your podcast.
1: <laughs> don't worry, I can. Uh, I remember to put the explicit rating on it before I upload it's, it. Yeah.
0: It's a fucking outrage. He said, "Bum."
1: <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much for joining me today, John. It's been a pleasure discussing uh, sort of a roundup of the Doctor Who news with you.
0: Yes, it was lovely for me as well. Thank you, Mark.
1: No problem. Uh, I know you don't want it, but everyone should tune in to to the Highlanders podcast. It's very entertaining. Uh, join me next week when is, is it though is it though <laughs> well I like it thank you uh, join me next week Denise Sutton will be joining me to discuss the uh, the first two volumes of the Doctor Who audio annuals uh, have you come across these at all
0: they are fabulous
1: they're brilliant aren't they yeah,
0: the equations
1: of Doctor Who is that, yes.
0: that that stuff
1: yeah yeah that's on the no. uh, on the second volume they, yeah. Um, yeah
0: no it's brilliant I love them they can carry on doing those forever
1: yeah, I mean, there's loads of stories to go out, isn't there? So, um, and, and they haven't really picked the the ones that really stick in my mind from reading the annuals when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Uh, the most memorable ones, I think. Yes. Yeah. There's, uh, there's one where I think it's a bit like Enlightenment. Are they sort of sailing ships in space? But all the all the pirates are made out of gold and silver and things like that. Um, there's uh, yeah, there's some really kind of really out there memorable ones. So uh, yeah, I think there's plenty of plenty of material.
0: Oh, that'll be great. Denise is always terrific value for money, so yeah, I'm looking forward to your next one already,
1: Mark. Excellent. Well, that'll be out next week. Uh, thank you very much for listening at home, and we'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>